0: Listener supported, WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org, this is an archive edition of the Soundcheck Podcast. This is Soundcheck, I'm John Schaefer. The Canadian pianist Stuart Goodyear has never shied away from big musical gestures. For his 32nd birthday, he played all 32 of Beethoven's piano sonatas, this famous Moonlight Sonata among them, and he did so in one marathon sitting. Now that would have just been a gimmick if Goodyear didn't have the expressive depth to go with his obvious chops. Now he's turned his attention to one of the biggest pieces of holiday music out there, Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker. His latest CD is a stunning arrangement of that huge orchestral score for solo piano. And he's gonna play some favorite moments from the Nutcracker for us today in the Soundcheck studio. Here's Stuart Goodyear, with the march from the Nutcracker Suite in a live performance on Soundcheck. That is Stuart Goodyear live at our piano here in the Soundcheck studio in the uh, march from Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Suite. And uh, Stuart, I'm laughing because it just seems like it starts hard and then you ramp up the degree of difficulty as the arrangement goes along. That's pretty impressive stuff. Thank you. Why do this? I mean, the, the Nutcracker is such a big, lavish orchestral score. What what gave you the idea to try and make this a solo piano piece?
1: Well, actually, I first transcribed the march for a Toronto performance. I was delighted by how well it sat on the piano for the march. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I wonder if the entire ballet is the same way. So I was going through the overture, going through everything, and I was just so delighted with the possibilities. And I just went from there.
0: Is it possible or probable that Tchaikovsky originally wrote this sitting at his piano?
1: Well, one thing about my transcription was that I didn't want to make a Listian transcription in which um, there were so many elaborate embellishments that Mm. one could do. I really wanted to remain very faithful to the uh, full score. And I was thinking what if it was transcribed so that it was? Um, it felt like it was originally for piano. So yeah, it really yeah. uh, sat like a um, piano masterpiece that was um, later on orchestrated, and that's how I approached this transcription. Now, do you have,
0: um, I mean, growing up, did you have a favorite Nutcracker? Did you see the yeah. Balanchine at City Ballet or Mark Morris's Hard Nut? I have Morris's yet to see nut? the
1: Balanchine. Uh, of course, I saw the Balanchine um, in a movie version with Macaulay Culkin mm. when I was... Um, my goodness, how old was I? I think I was 15 Mm -hmm. when that came out, and I thought that was well done. I grew up going to the ballet with my grandparents every Christmas in Toronto with the National Ballet Company. We would go uh, tread to the snow, uh, found a parking spot, and Christmas to me, even now, it's not complete without hearing a nutcracker.
0: So um, you grew up in Toronto. Yes. Uh, Your family is English and Trinidadian. That's correct. So what was did, were there aside from going through the snow, finding a parking spot, which to a New Yorker is just an amazing Christmas miracle in itself, <laughs> to see yeah. the Nutcracker? What what else was what was Christmas like in your house growing up?
1: Christmas at our house it was it was never traditional. It was always very different. Um, the, well, tradition, that's what I'm asking, the, the tradition was there was a family reunion. Yeah. Uh, cousins, aunts, and uncles, we would all get together. Sometimes we would watch a movie, sound of music would always be playing in the background. We would have, um, so the Trinidadian tradition. There would be a macro—it's it's basically you have to fast um, a day before because it's a whole lot of food, similarly to, <laughs> to the North American Christmas tradi- uh, tradition, but there was that Christmas Except we don't ham.
0: fast the day before. We just, we just <laughs> shovel it all in. <laughs> no, no but, but
1: we have the ham. We have macaroni pie, cream spinach, uh-huh. and the stuffed turkey, and the cranberry sauce, and the stuffing, and the eggnog. And the rum, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Uh-huh. And uh, the, the rum sounds like a Trinidadian tradition. Well, you know,
1: it, it's it's kind of a variation on the plum pudding. It, only, only more rum to make it uh, <laughs> more intoxicating.
0: Uh, would the kids be allowed to have this? <laughs>
1: I don't know if I was allowed. I think I sampled a few mm-hmm. slices without them watching.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, by the time that this was all happening, you were pretty much on your way. I mean, you've, you made your concerto debut at what, like 12 or 13 years old? Yeah, around there. So music was in the house. Did you come from a musical family? Did they know what to do with you as a little kid?
1: Well, I wanted to be a classical musician since I was three years old. When I first heard Tchaikovsky um, and Beethoven... My, my father, who I never knew, he died of cancer um, a month before I was born, so I, I never knew him, but I knew him through his record collection. And he had a very eclectic musical collection, ranging from The Beatles to The Rolling Stones to Bee Gees um, to Ravi Shankar. And I was listening to all of those recordings, and he also had two box sets, one of the Beethoven symphonies and one of the Tchaikovsky symphonies. And somehow when I listened to those records... That was, the, you know, that was the beginning.
0: So uh, for many of us, you know, it, it's always a surprise when you take the family to see The Nutcracker that it's so much more than the popular sets of dances that we hear on the radio at mm-hmm. this time of the year. On the other hand, that set of dances is popular for a reason. They're right. great pieces, very colorful. They, they're kind of like a little tour of the world, you know, through Tchaikovsky's ears. And you're going to play some of those dances for us, right? Absolutely. All right, so the, um, the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. The trepak is the, the actual name of the Russian dance. That's right. And then there's the Arabian dance. The Arabian dance. dance. All right, my guest is Stuart Goodyear. His latest CD is his arrangement of Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker for solo piano. He's at our piano. And here's this set of three familiar dances from Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker live on Soundcheck. Music from Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Suite. We heard in order of appearance the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies, uh, the Trepak, which is the Russian dance, and then the Arabian dance, uh, all arranged and played live on our piano by Stuart Goodyear, whose latest CD is his arrangement of the, uh, the complete Tchaikovsky Nutcracker Ballet for solo piano. Th- the amazing thing about Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker is, it's classical music, but it, it has completely transcended the world of classical music. Absolutely. Why? How? I mean, you've been inside. You've been mucking around in the engine there. You know how this piece works. What is it about it?
1: Well, I think what makes a classic, what makes a classic song, what makes a classic composition, or what, even what makes a classic story is, it is so universal. And there is some ingredient and I think a lot of it has to do with a combination of inno- innovation along with familiarity mm-hmm. that that make pieces like The Nutcracker or movies like The Sound of Music, there is something you never get tired of because it reaches right into your gut and straight into your heart.
0: So is is arranging The Nutcracker for piano a way to get some people who are have heard it over and over again to actually hear it again? As if for the first time again?
1: Every recording that I've made stems from my childhood. With the um, Beethoven sonatas, when I first heard those sonatas, that's what made me want to be a classical pianist. Mm. When I first heard the Knockcracker, that made me want to be a composer. And I'm always going back to that childhood curiosity and that childhood um, love and excitement.
0: So you are not just a pianist, you're a composer as well. Yes. Uh are the pieces you compose also kind of rooted in your biography, you know, your childhood?
1: Um oh yeah. Absolutely. hmm Absolutely.
0: So do they draw upon some of those records that you would have heard in your father's collection? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. You hear echoes of Shankar and the stones and stuff like that? Absolutely. Yeah. As we do in the Tchaikovsky, you know, which takes us to the Middle East and to the steppes of Central Asia, all in four minutes' time. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. One of the deep dark secrets of the record industry is that most Christmas albums are recorded in the heat of the summer. <laughs> I
1: really lucked out that this was right in February when yeah. it was still when it was still snowy. Mm-hmm. And I have this, um, you know, there's 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 something within me when I, you know, when I'm when I'm into it, I'm into it. So. Um, if it, even if it was in the in in the heat of the summer, I could still get myself into still, that. Uh, you can uh,
0: find it, your inner Christmas,
1: <laughs> all the time, all yeah. the time.
0: Ah, good for you. Well, you know, they said of Scrooge by the end of the of Christmas Carol that he kept Christmas as well as any man. So if you can, <laughs> if you can find that inner Christmas anytime you need it. Then well done to you. Thank you. <laughs> the, and well done as well with this, uh, this arrangement of, uh, of the Tchaikovsky Nutcracker. So this is a, had to have been a difficult, a, a difficult mission to accomplish.
1: Well, it was definitely a labor of love. It was probably one of the hardest pieces I've ever done the storytelling and um you know and i said this in my cd notes it is almost as if you are it's like a musical disney classic yeah. in which you know there are there are all of these memorable songs but when you put it into the context of the story it makes it even more powerful so um and there's so many so much great music um apart from the famous dances the um the battle of the mouse king and the nutcracker which is thrilling mm-hmm. and then when the um chimes um, uh, the chimes of um, 12 o'clock and all of these different moments. I even, um, <laughs> uh, with, with, the, um, with the recording session, I, I asked the producers to get a cap gun, especially <laughs> for the occasion for the gunshot that's there. So right after that was finished, we had um, a few sessions where we had to get that cap gun shot right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, this, this, was, this, was, this, this was serious fun yeah. for me
0: and your training as a composer probably would have come in pretty handy in taking this big orchestral massive score and determining what to distill.
1: Well, as the... as as a composer, I absolutely adore the genius of Tchaikovsky and mm-hmm. what and what he created in this past work.
0: Well, you want to play uh, another excerpt for us absolutely. from The Nutcracker? You want to do Waltz of the Flowers? I'll
1: do Waltz of the Flowers. This is this this is um one dance that I would play over and over and over. I always uh, I guess, you know, and I, I was definitely not alone with that.
0: All right, Stuart Goodyear. His latest CD is his arrangement of The Complete Nutcracker Ballet by Tchaikovsky for solo piano. He's at our piano playing live on Soundcheck. Here's his version of Waltz of the Flowers. Good Year, live at Our Piano and the Waltz of the Flowers from Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker Ballet, live performance at Our Piano, and
1: will you be home for the holidays? I'll be in two places for the holidays, uh, Toronto and New York.
0: Okay, neither of which is home these days. (laughs) You're in Philly now, right? I'm in Philly. Yeah, yeah, but still family up in Toronto? Still family in Toronto. Okay, so LB, that's, yeah, that's kind of home for the holidays It then. is, absolutely. Yeah. Thank absolutely. you for spending some of the holiday season of 2015 with us. It was a great pleasure. This is Soundcheck. You've been listening to an episode of the Soundcheck podcast from our archives. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. Our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. You can see and hear much more on our website. Check it out at newsounds.org.